0: You're listening to The Wave, a podcast by the British Virgin Islands leading newspaper, the BVI Beacon. Welcome back to The Wave, the BVI Beacon's latest podcast. This is your host, Zareen Ahmed, and on our show today, we have our reporter, Dana Campa, who just spoke to the new governor, John Rankin. We're going to jump right into it. Dana, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me back. So it sounds like you two talked about very important topics here in the Virgin Islands, like tourism, financial services, drug
1: trafficking, and UK relations, just to name a few. Yes, we talked about everything, including his first trip to the Virgin Islands, right after Irma. He said seeing the territory's recovery efforts, which we know are still ongoing, inspired him to apply for the job.
2: I visited here shortly after Hurricane Irma in 2017, and I saw the devastation which had been caused then. I think that made me care about the job here, Uh, and so I'm very delighted to be doing it. I'm aware there are plenty of challenges ahead, but I'm, I'm very committed to doing my best in it.
0: It certainly is a challenging time for him to be taking up this role, with so many issues pulling him in different directions.
1: Right, and obviously a big part of his initial focus as he takes office will be helping guide the territory's management of the COVID-19 pandemic. Mr. Rankin just finished serving as governor in Bermuda, so he said he understands to some degree the challenges we've experienced this year.
2: I've had to balance tackling the risk of spread of the pandemic with trying to keep the economy going. That's a difficult balancing act, and it's for each overseas territory to take its own best judgment on those matters. But in all of the overseas territories, and particularly here in BVI, my focus is now on BVI. There's been support given from the UK through the advice of Public Health England, working with the Chief Medical Officer and the other authorities here, through support for testing kits, through support and supply of personal protective personal protective equipment, PPE for medical staff, and of course now crucially. The supply of uh, vaccines. And the UK is committed to supporting BVI and its fellow overseas territories in supplying vaccines to try to overcome this pandemic.
1: The pandemic has posed challenges to the territory's healthcare system, but also its tourism-dependent economy. Along with guiding the pandemic response in Bermuda, he is ready to strengthen the territory's financial pillars.
2: So all of that uh, experience gives me some background as does the financial services sector and the tourism sector. So in Bermuda, those are the two pillars of the economy. Financial sec- services sector obviously important for a lot of the wealth, and the tourism sector important both for the economy and for employment. And that is essentially the same for BVI. So I hope, whilst recognising the differences and things to learn here, that I can bring that experience to bear to hopefully being effective in my work as governor.
0: Although he does acknowledge the difference between Bermuda and the Virgin Islands, he has high hopes for the financial services sector here.
2: You know, there there are pressures on the financial services sector, but the more that the sector here continued to be an example of best regulatory practice and transparency then that can counter those who would wish to criticize our financial services sector. And I know there is a lot of best practice here. And my job is to help to tackle some of the disinformation about BVI and make sure the true story is told.
0: I find it very interesting that he talks about the reputation of the territory here because a lot of people have been concerned about how the commission of inquiry will affect the Virgin Islands finances and its reputation
1: Yes, we did talk about what might happen because of the inquiry being led by Sir Gary Hickenbottom and how Rankin hopes it will actually boost the reputation of VI.
2: I think one point to make is uh, I've seen the suggestions that this is somehow or another uh, commission inquiry is somehow or another a colonial imposition. I think it's important to remember that this was decision taken by the governor of BVI under laws in BVI, under the Commission Inquiry Act, and in response to concerns and allegations to be raised in BVI. And therefore, this decision is made in response to concerns in BVI and in accordance with the laws of BVI. And, of course, it's now for the the judge to take forward the Commission. He will do so independently. He is not subject to, to my instruction. I will await the recommendations, whatever they may be, that he will come forward with, But I believe that having the effective commission of inquiry will be in the interest of this island. If serious allegations are raised, they need to be addressed seriously. And I believe that actually the effective commission of inquiry will help the reputation of this island going forward.
1: Uh, One of the issues he brought up in launching the inquiry was a recent large-scale drug bust here. He promised to work on strengthening systems to combat organized crime
2: and this island is vulnerable to the serious organised crime which goes with the movement of drugs. And that produces risk for, for everybody on the island. And therefore, I will support all efforts to build the capacity in having more effective borders and having more effective investigation of such crime to try to deal with serious crime. And therefore, I will work closely with the, the police commissioner current police commissioner, and his successor in trying to ensure, ensure more effective action against those risks.
0: In addition to working with those officials, Mr. Rankin spoke about how he would carry out his duties while acting as a liaison between the UK and the VI government. He acknowledged recent tension between the government and the governor's office.
2: Well, first of all, I will carry out my responsibilities without fear of favor under the Constitution. Uh, Secondly, I will always want to work in a constructive fashion with the elected government and supporting them in carrying out their responsibilities. Now, inevitably, there may be occasions on which we will disagree. The important thing is that we tackling any disagreements in a professional and respectful manner. And I am committed to seeking to do that, and I will do my utmost to maintain that uh, effective relationship in carrying out my responsibilities with the government.
1: The
0: new governor is taking the position pretty seriously.
1: Right, and at the same time, we can't forget about international politics and how it affects the territory. We talked about Brexit, which came into full force at the beginning of the year, and the governor explained what the UK wants.
2: I mean I believe that overall the impact of Brexit on, on, on BVI will be uh, limited, you know, British overseas territory citizens here will continue to have 90 day visa free access to the EU Schengen area. The amount of physical exports from BVI to the, to the UK is small and the UK commitment to support going forward will continue. So I believe the direct immediate impact will be limited. And there are opportunities as well from this. And so, whilst there are challenges arising from Brexit, there are also opportunities which we need to employ to the maximum extent possible to support BVI. The UK Prime Minister Johnston, has made very clear he wants uh, the UK to be a, a global good, and he wants our territories to be part of that. So, for example, at the climate change conference in Glasgow at the end of this year, COP26, I want, and I know that Prime Minister wants, the territories for which the UK is responsible to be an example of that best practice. And so I very much hope, uh, there's a lot of work to be done on this, but I very much hope the OTs can be uh, part of that good news story, hence a continued commitment in the environmental field.
0: It sounds like he has a good general understanding of the issues we're facing in the V.I. And I look forward to seeing what comes out of the early days of his administration. Thank you, Dana, for giving us a better picture of what the governor hopes to accomplish. Absolutely. And thank you, listeners, for joining us on our second episode. You can read all about the governor's interview, his swearing-in ceremony, the new DDM building, and more in our paper and online. So that's it for this episode but you can find all of our episodes on our Facebook page. This is your host, Zareen, and thank you for listening to The Wave.